0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Football is back. AB is in Oakland, Le'Veon's with the Jets, OBJ and Jarvis Landry have teamed up again in Cleveland. One thing that hasn't changed, though, where I'm placing my bets this season, my bookie is the place to bet on football every weekend. My bookie has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sports book, period. This year, they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. First place is guaranteed to win at least $100,000, and it only costs $100 to enter. All you got to do is pick five NFL games against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of the huge cash prize pool. That's right. Thanks, Angie. So you guys know my bookie. we talk about it on the show all the time. Just like Angie said, this is going to be one of the best seasons ever on MyBookie. I would only recommend a service to you. That I use myself. That's been good to me. And that's why my bookie is always the right play. You bet, you win. They pay. My bookie has live in-game betting on every NFL game. They've got the most rewarding player perks in the business. there for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over/under on how many fantasy points a player will score each week. So here's what you do: head on over to my bookie. That's mybookie.ag m-y-b-o-o-k-i-e dot a-g use our promo code chair c-h-a-i-r and you get a hundred percent deposit match from your first deposit up to a thousand dollars that means you put in a hundred dollars my bookie will give you an extra one hundred dollars to gamble with terms and conditions apply bottom line angie tell them
1: bet win get paid
0: that's right well, guys, it's a new season and we got a new sponsor here on the show. So first of all, let me just ask, you remember the days when you were always ready to go? You wanna increase your performance, get that extra confidence back in bed? Listen up, bluechew.com. That's blue, like the color. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You can take them anytime, day or night, Full stomach, empty stomach, since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. You can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. If you can benefit from extra function, more confidence when it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. Blue Chew is prescribed online, stripped straight to your door in a discreet package, no doctor's visit, no waiting at the pharmacy. None of that awkwardness. It's made in the USA. Since Bluetooth prepares and ships directly, it's cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, I got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com. To get your first shipment free when you use our promo code armchair. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's blue, B-L-U-E, chew.com. Promo code armchair. Try it for for free the better cheaper faster choice we thank them for sponsoring our podcast all right let's go on to the show welcome to land sharks after dark your weekly dispatch from the dystopian reality that is old miss athletics i'm your host justin sanders Joining me this week, just like every week, got my co-host John Stefanchik. John, it's Labor Day week. It's game week. How we feeling?
1: We're feeling good. Football's back. Uh, Florida-Miami playing an ugly, ugly football game. That was It was ugly, entertaining ugly at the end. Would, uh, could Miami pass interference the way to a winning score? And the answer was not quite.
0: I, I got to tell you, that to me was was incredible that that was the best possible outcome for that game other than maybe miami winning just because it was so funny the way florida gave it to him but i was totally wrong i said that uh florida would win easily and it would be boring but uh it was not boring at all i personally that that fourth quarter was just glorious like from dan mullen uh passing for some reason when he's what up by four or something with like four minutes left Sperger and Frank
1: was like a top five gif of all time.
0: Yes. Yeah, Barrier's face after uh, Florida P I'd on a fourth and 34. It was just, it was great, man. And Miami on that last drive, fumbling the ball like three times oh, then recovering the
1: time it after they threw the pick and when they threw it which for spurrier the mr fun and gun was like what the hell are you doing throwing yeah, it that, is, was, God that God.
0: was bizarre i mullen God almost God lost God. that game with that call that was very strange
1: you know felipe franks is really a great college player he makes he, he has enough plays to like keep florida in games and he does enough dumb shit to keep the game close yeah, So I, watching that I game get, go ahead no, I just got to give Felipe Franks credit. He loves the people and entertainment. Florida's going to be Yeah, I think close. he
0: said after the game he was, like, really in his zone or something. It's like, yeah, I guess that's one way to look at it, Felipe. Um, yeah, I watched that game, and I think, damn, Florida is going to win a ton of games with just a terrible offense. Like, Jesus Christ. Van Jefferson's your best receiver, and your quarterback's Felipe Franks. That's um, That's tough sledding. But the defense is pretty nasty. DL looked good. That was a fun game. And Miami had, what, like three, four turnovers? Got the turnover chain out. That was good stuff.
1: I mean, like over 200 penalty yards easily. Yeah, I mean, that, that, was was
0: a, that was a great start to the season. And then did you see what happened in the nightcap?
1: Uh, yeah, Cleo Tate got tackled with the one.
0: Yeah, one-yard line to to prevent overtime for the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. That's pretty cool. Uh, Corey Batoon is uh, a coach there, right?
1: Uh, that's, i forgot about that his Did defense
0: gave up 48 points or so or 35 how many it was
1: 38 hey hey Cleo, hard stop probably better what the Ole miss defense does this weekend
0: yeah i mean we'll see but uh, that's the quarter between special right there but yeah football football is back at what do you what do you think now that it's over about about the concept of week zero is how was how that for you
1: Kind of like it, honestly. I mean, the NFL preseason's been beyond unwatchable and useless. So. Yeah,
0: at least those games like count for the record.
1: Yeah, so, I mean we. I mean, hey, it it makes sense. There's really nothing going on because baseball's so regionalized at this point. Who's really?
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like if if I was a Florida or Miami fan, it's it's kind of a bummer because they're now neither one of them plays Week One. So you had that shit show game, and now everybody else is like, "Ah, oh, football's finally here." I waited one more week, and you just gotta wait. You know, the bye week is the worst when you're excited for football. Yeah,
1: I think the concept's good though, from the standpoint of they get you, you get the national stage by yourself.
0: Yeah, they got a lot of attention for sure. I think everybody was watching that game. They Both
1: played like crap, so. But yeah. hey, you know what? We wouldn't want on national TV. We got a top ten. If you can come here and help our offense, then look what you can do next year. That's yeah. Good, you know. I always spin everything so that's true
0: that's true but yeah. that was that was college football zero to 100 week zero that was great loved it as, as college football as it gets I, I want to revise my statement last week I, I said I hate this season a- after that game I love this season actually it's gonna be a glorious shit show um, maybe the fact that all teams are bad is actually a good thing when it comes to trying to enjoy some uh some football on the TV so I mean
1: it's there's gonna be some fun elements Georgia yeah. fans, after they blow it again, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's always good. Yep. Um, Florida State, if they suck again, their fans are going to be pissed. Probably
0: likely. Try to see Harbaugh explain, like, not beating Ohio State for the fourth or fifth time.
1: Well, year two of Shea Patterson, Michigan, after getting skull drug. Uh, yep, yep. Games of the year, that'll be good.
0: I I mean... No idea what's going to happen, like, in Baton Rouge. Like, they got a uh, – is Danny Etling the quarterback
1: still? Is there somebody else? No, uh, they got Joe Burrow. That's
0: the same difference, right? That's what I meant. I, I meant that guy. I think
1: he's decent, but do they really have a – I mean, no Devin White, uh, Greedy Williams is gone. I don't buy LSU hmm. being as high as they are. But I I think I think it was 10-2. So.
0: Yeah, I think I did too. But I, I mean, Auburn, I think, or, is assured to be – volatile and unpredictable
1: uh if auburn loses to oregon week one i can see that going sideways
0: that's a fun that's a fun matchup um let's see other storylines to expect
1: is it just me or is week one schedule kind of mediocre this year
0: yeah for sure we'll get into it later in the show when we look at lines um i don't know it'll be interesting it'll be funny when a&m is like 8-5 uh, and five to win in their bowl game And they're telling you that they're one of the best teams in the country Because they play such a hard schedule That'll be good
1: yep, They're saying RPI RPI see the teams
0: Yeah exactly um, cool. Let's see what else we got mm, I don't know It'll be good It'll be good D- this... Yeah it'll be okay um, What? Uh, so I didn't realize this Speaking of storylines around the country I, I didn't realize that the starting QB at Arkansas was going to be uh, his his coach from SMU. Chad Morris is, like, former quarterback from SMU. That's a fun storyline, right? We know he's good in that system.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll see.
0: I mean, but... if you're an Arkansas fan, that's probably, like, better than any alternative, like some someone else you recruited. Like, at least, you know, this kid can, can play under Morris. I guess the question is how good is the rest of the talent that you've recruited around him? Um, but that, that to me makes Arkansas more interesting for sure. Uh, I guess other storylines that we've talked about on the show, but we're going to be watching is all the QB transfers like Hertz at Oklahoma and, uh, Kelly Bryan at Missouri
1: fields at Ohio state. Right, Interesting to me, new coach. Fields is high, was highly regarded. What can he become?
0: Yeah, well, transfer is like Tate Martell transferring to Miami and then not winning the starting job. Apparently, he was like playing wide receiver in that game and stuff. That's kind of bizarre. That's like uh, who who was it that did that recently? That that played? Uh, oh, it was the guy from Ohio State, right? He 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 got buried I, in the QB depth chart. Yeah, yeah, right.
1: To uh, receiver in the NFL. He played it
0: in uh for Ohio State a couple games too, I think, like later in their seasons. But
1: yeah, interesting. Um yeah, he. Uh, that's right. He got yeah, that's right. He got uh, he got hurt. J T Barrett was the Q B. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right.
0: Yeah. Speaking of injuries in the preseason, big news out of the NFL to talk about: Andrew Luck retires. Lamar Miller tears his ACL. Of course, Ole Miss fans are interested in the Andrew Luck retirement because I think that means Chad Kelly's
1: somehow going to win
0: the job in, in Indy. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Backup. He's one snap away.
0: Yeah, I don't even know if he's really the backup, but it maybe so. Yeah. I I think he could end up like on the practice squad or something, but we'll see. I, I just think that the standards for QBs in the NFL are so much higher than every other position. like hey, He's going to have to really, I feel like, work hard and get kind of lucky to overcome the uh, the amounts of times he's dropped the ball in his career so far but we'll see I mean I hope the best for him he's looked good in the preseason but I don't know I, I just feel like especially in in Indianapolis like I don't know I don't know are they gonna like gamble and, and put Chad Kelly in and I don't know hope they do yeah
1: we'll see if they start the season like 0-3 shit why not did you
0: know uh yeah I mean I, I hope that I think that way but maybe not did you uh did you know that Moncrief was a stealer now
1: I didn't know that till, uh last night. I was watching a little bit of that game.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize that either. I, th- I think it was like when we had our fantasy draft or something that I figured that he, one out.
1: I have a big year the whole post-Antonio Brown. How much of the exclusion is he?
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like Moncrief is like a – not. is he even really ready to be like the second best option on the team? He seems like more like a third guy.
1: I mean, he's – well, I guess that's right. He played with Luck, so he's played with quality QB before. Yeah,
0: yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. I, I have Roethlisberger on the bench in my fantasy team, so I hope I hope he does well. Maybe he'll. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: All right. Let's see, John. We're we gonna talk about Ole Miss, Memphis. It's game week. We gotta we gotta get to that.
1: Yep. Yeah. We've been talking about this a little bit before the show. Ole Miss is eight and two. The last ten games against Memphis. Mm-hmm. The two quarterbacks to lose against Memphis. Eli Manning, and Chad Kelly. They were okay. They had decent careers. Most fucked up stat I think I've ever digested <laughs> in mean my it. Name a more screwed up old Miss statistic than that one.
0: It's pretty good. That's, that's pretty funny. I mean, in retrospect, being at the Liberty Bowl when Freeze lost there, that was just one of the stupidest losses imaginable. Like, ha, he, he really just pissed that game away. Like, I mean
1: – you can't lose a game any dumber than that, can you?
0: No, absolutely not. You lose your starting, like uh, first round pick, defensive tackle, running the ball to a concussion. Like that is that is trying super hard to throw a game away. That that was like the pinnacle of freeze cuteness. I think we talked about it last week, but I'll like, good.
1: Looking looking back, that was if people don't believe in karma. Mm-hmm. Hugh Freeze losing in the Liberty Bowl that day was the de- definition of karma.
0: Well, yeah, that and fourth and twenty-five, both those games just kind of proved yeah. that that it, before Hugh Freeze's um, empire came tumbling down around him, you could you could see it, uh, you could see that he deserved like the you know nothing from the universe in, in that season, the the way that that fate kind of turned on him. Absolutely, yeah. I agree with that.
1: Yeah.
0: So so speaking of the past, John, we got this depth chart that old Miss put out something interesting you brought up how many guys from this depth chart uh can you track back to the 2017 recruiting class even before that not many but we were looking at this 2017 recruiting class and it's worse than I remembered it's it's very bleak so let's see this is a class that free signed after five and seven is that right
1: this was the infamous "quote unquote" penalty class that Freeze signed and then never coached. Right. So he
0: he signed these guys after a terrible five and seven season, but they're saying that like we could turn it around. So I'm gonna read off some names. And I think
1: Freeze literally said this class was a penalty. Right. A You're
0: right. He did. I think he did say that on signing day. Yeah. But like I, so a, a big a big headliner. Also, these guys were allowed to transfer and play immediately. Right. So Breon Dixon transferred to houston i want to say something like that uh interior linebacker dd bowie I don't know where he is now here i want to look up and see if some of these guys are playing other places now do you know where dd bowie went
1: i have no idea
0: um jackson state okay dd bowie jackson state wide receiver muhammad right. muhammad yeah. Go ahead. what are you saying
1: dd bowie always had maturity issues so him being close to home is not a surprise sure
0: Mohamed Sanogo, starting inside linebacker for uh, for yep. Ole Miss's defense. Yeah, um, going down the list. Tony Gray. He he transferred, right? Or he was rumored he was going to transfer. I don't know what he's doing now. Let's see. Oh. No, I, apparently he's still apparently he's still at Ole Miss, but I don't see him on this depth chart. Hmm. Yeah, if you can't break into Ole Miss's offensive line depth chart right now, that's it's not a great sign. I, I know he was a tackle, so Ole Miss's tackle depth chart. Alex Gibbon, Bryce Matthews, Michael Howard, Nick Broker. And uh, Nick Broker is a freshman. So maybe— Michael, ma- ha-
1: Michael Howard's a hell of a day to pull out for this. Yeah,
0: he's a, well, he's, a, he's a senior, according to this depth chart. 6'4", listed at 280, which is much heavier than he's ever been. He's According to the depth chart, John, Michael Howard is a starting left tackle. For Rich Rod's offense. And
1: Gibbons is playing right tackle, so they're saying Michael Howard's one of the five best linemen. That's what I'm saying. So
0: maybe maybe Tony Gray is like the fifth tackle. I have no idea. Maybe we'll find out later, but he's not on this depth chart. Um, He was like a four-star tackle. I know it was rumored he was going to transfer. He never did. Um, Cam White, also not on the depth chart. I don't think he transferred, but let's just Google it and see.
1: Wasn't well, he supposed to be a half decent player?
0: Yeah, I think he was gonna play like DB and or wide receiver or something. I, he's he's listed on the roster as a defensive back. He'll be a redshirt sophomore this year, I believe, but did, didn't make the depth chart. Maybe we'll still see him. Um, not sure about that one. Uh, Josh Clark is at JUCO now. We found out last night that uh, he's there along with Cavante um, Ruggs. He was he was the star of last year's freshman class, right? It, um interesting they're both at uh east mississippi i believe or yeah i think that's where they are
1: quite the shelf life there
0: yeah uh braylon sanders is starting outside receiver
1: actually he, played pretty, he's well. pretty good player yeah
0: for a three star out of callaway oh callaway in georgia not in jackson that makes sense yeah he's from he's from georgia the
1: he's superior callaway he's
0: played pretty well is Hill winners maybe graduated huh he was a JUCO guy.
1: Yeah, he was a JUCO. You're right. That's he was supposed to be pretty good.
0: I think he did play last year, but he's I don't believe he's on the team anymore. Um, AJ Harris is he on this depth chart?
1: Who is that?
0: I have no idea. AJ Finley is on this depth chart. That's a freshman. Let's look up AJ Harris. Um,
1: this is fast. I have like no clue. What I do Yeah,
0: AJ Harris is a college basketball player. So let's look up AJ Harris, Ole Miss. See what we got here. He, not sure, but he was listed as a redshirt freshman last year. Maybe he's just, you know, not on the depth chart. Um, moving along, he was a, a three-star defensive back out of Bob Jones in Alabama. Brendan Whoa. Williams is a linebacker. I believe he's on the depth chart. Let's see. Yeah, Brendan Williams and Sam Williams both listed at outside linebacker. Um jamar richardson does that name mean anything to you john uh nope yeah me neither let's see he's looks like he's still on old miss's roster as a db I, I, he's not on this depth chart i'm pretty positive no he's not maybe we just got a lot of got a lot of depth you know not on the depth chart john you know really a really deep team Javian Hamilton was a JUCO, I believe he's graduated. Ben Brown from St. Aloysius, private school kid. He is the starting right guard. That's pretty good. Jordan Tomu, now um playing where I live in Houston. Is Alex Faniel still on the roster, John? I don't think he is. I think he transferred.
1: No. Is he the QB? Yeah, he was the
0: big Polynesian QB. He's listed That's as right. a listed as a sophomore. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think he is a. I think he's a redshirt sophomore, but he's not on the depth chart. But I don't know what he's up to. Um, just just like you were saying, this class is bizarre, kind of a lost class. C.J. Miller is on the depth chart. He is the second string strong safety. Sincere David, maybe he's just buried on the depth chart at, at DL. Really, really not sure about that one. Maybe he transferred. Don't know. Looks like he's on the roster. Is a defensive tackle. Um, Ryder Anderson is on the depth chart. He is, where's is he? Oh, he's the starting defensive end, along with Tarikius Tisdale. So that's cool. Uh, Zacaron Baker was a linebacker. He's not on the depth chart, I don't think. I don't know if he's still there or not. Um, he, no, it wasn't a, he wasn't a Juco. So I don't know. And then Isaiah Woolard infamously gray shirted that season. People were mad at Freeze for that one. Even or People were mad at him for even great shooting him some people he's a two-star some people thought he deserved better um but isaiah willard is in the four deep at running back hey i I won't hate on him i I talked about it last year isaiah willard had a big play in that arkansas game you know hey respect for the kid um and then looking at the kids that we placed in juco javante payton i know is at mississippi state now as a wide receiver chester graves no idea Takeon Reed was the kid that threw the land shark and threw the state hat at a signing ceremony. He definitely never made it to campus. Um, all right, now what about the the class after that, John? So I went to 2018. I'm just going to go through this quickly. Matt Corral starting quarterback. Elijah Moore starting slot receiver. Miles Battle in the three deep at outside receiver. Jalen Cunningham is in the two deep at guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's this. He's the backup left guard. He was a defensive lineman in high school. Bizarre. Cavante Rugs is uh, at JUCO. Demarcus okay. Gregory on the on the three deep. I think at wide receiver. Scotty Phillips starting running back from JUCO. Is Vernon Dasher on this depth chart? He's not, is he? Yeah, he was. What happened to Vernon Dasher? He was supposed to be good last year. A JUCO guy. He's 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 on the team. I'm pretty sure, but he is not on this depth chart. Interesting I I thought he would be a a safety For sure on this depth chart But we already talked about John Haynes Is is the starting strong safety apparently No idea who that is Um, But apparently he's he's, We'll see if he's in this class I don't remember We'll see if we get to him Uh, Jacquez Jones He's on the depth chart right He was pretty good last year Yeah he's the He's in the 3D but inside linebacker Running a 3-4 So there's probably a lot of linebackers right Hal Northern Was a Juco don't think he's on the depth chart, but maybe he's going to get to play still. Not sure. Uh, Katie Hill. Pretty sure I saw him. Yeah, he's a backup nose tackle behind Benito Jones. A different Cam White from Madison Central. Um, probably got a red shirt. Right. Hamilton Hall. Don't know. Ja'Cory Hawkins. So he's going to be a true sophomore. He is the backup cornerback behind Miles Hartsfield. tizzle we talked about. Quentin Bivens, Keydron Smith, Jonathan Hess, Luke Knox. Okay, this is an interesting one, John. I saw Luke Knox is on the depth chart. He is also outside linebacker. looks like third strings. So that's um a, a soon-to-be fan favorite, right? He's the little brother of uh, what's-his-face, the tight end, whatever his Dawson. first name is. Yeah, Dawson Knox, exactly.
1: And Dawson it, Knox is a bill, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, He drafted by the Bills. Tyler Knight is the backup slot receiver. Ford Wernus, a zero star post style quarterback. I'm assuming he's a walk on. James Williams signed letter of intent. So no uh what's his face is not on this thing. uh John Haynes, not in the signing class from last year either. So I, I don't know where he came from, but the starting strong safety is uh yeah, I don't know, John Haynes. I guess we'll I guess we'll find out. Listed at five eleven two twelve.
1: It's Matt Corral and a bunch of dudes. We know a couple of the receivers. Frankly, running back is yeah, relative very, yeah. to the rest of the roster. This is the best running back's been in years. Yeah, I'd say
0: running back is very deep. We got Scotty Phillips, Jerry and Ely, Isaiah Woolard, and Snoop Connor. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong. I'm looking one year or two earlier, right? 2019 is where I would see John Haynes, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was my problem. So yeah, 2019 guys on the depth chart: Ely, Mingo, Lakia Henry. As a true freshman, is broken in as the first string uh, outside linebacker. Yep. Yeah, that's interesting. Something to watch there for sure. Um, yeah, first first string interior linebacker. Excuse me. Um, other got Sam Williams on the depth chart, JUCO guy. John Reese Plumley is one of the two backup quarterbacks, along with Grant Tisdale. Nick Broker, true freshman. Listed as the backup left tackle, um, the the offensive line is what I'm really worried about, John. I'll be honest. Um, I think Ladarius Cox was kind of a interesting one to be left off the depth chart. He's supposed to be good at defensive yeah, tackle.
1: Coach next lineman. We'll see what that looks like. But, yeah, yeah, they have some.
0: Look- okay, here here here's the guy we're looking for, right? Yeah, John Haynes, Jones County Junior College three star. I don't remember that guy at all from uh from the signing class, but I guess that's that um here's aj finley three star for mobile i'll be interested to see this guy john donteria drummond from emcc he's supposed to be a pretty good wide receiver um i believe he is the starting at one of the outside wide receiver spots yeah he is he's all right he, him mingo and battle are all listed as uh like the oars or whatever snoop connor's in the depth chart at uh at running back jay stanley i'm pretty sure jay stanley was on the first season of um Last chance, you. Maybe not. No, I'm thinking of someone else. This guy's a uh, high school freshman, so never mind. I'm thinking of a different Jay or different Stanley. Um, yeah, that's it for making the depth chart. So, I, I agree. Definitely, the big takeaways: depth at, at uh, running back and just complete mystery what the offensive line is going to look like. Defense. Uh, I don't know the, the 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 defensive backs. I feel like are a question mark, and then. They're gonna to have to field a lot of linebackers with this 3-4, but I mean if we go through the 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 linemen, Josiah Coatney, Austin Robertson, Robinson, excuse me, Benito Jones, Katie Hill, Ryder Anderson, and Tisdale. I mean, those are those are pretty solid dudes. Listen at 325, 300, 329, 306, 270, and 290. I mean, that's a pretty that's a pretty solid line size wise. Um They're talking about Kadir Shepard as like uh, Patrick Willis—he got the club on his hand and all. What do you think about that?
1: that wait, they put him and Patrick Willis in the same damn. Seats. Yeah, yeah.
0: Matt Luke. Matt Luke said that. Matt Luke said he's been showing Kadir Shepherd pictures of um Pat Willis and wearing the club and saying that he could be like that because Kadir Shepherd has a club on his hand. That's pretty funny.
1: That's that's beyond ridiculous. That's just Charles that's...
0: Charles Wiley is his a backup. Uh, Sanogo, Dante Evans, Willie Hippler, the converted tight end, backing up Lakeia Henry, and then Jacquez Jones there as well. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know what to make of this defense. I think they'll be better coached. Um, I, I really don't know how good Memphis' offense is going to be either. Um, so I, I mean, I guess we'll learn a lot this Saturday. We'll learn if we can beat Memphis or not.
1: This will be interesting. I, I'm looking forward to watching this circus.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And like we talked about in the past, 11 a.m. on a uh, on ABC, that's kind of perfect for me. I, I don't want to sit around all day waiting for an old Miss game that I'll probably no, not hate. Not a
1: great. It's really not a great slate of games. So the idea of getting this thing over with about four o'clock. Yeah. Eastern yeah. What's
0: the what comes on? Well, we'll get into it. Let we look at the lines. I wonder what comes on after that. But yeah,
1: um, I mean, Bama Dukes the national game. Oh, is 3:30. We know that's, what that is. But, that's that's horrific.
0: The the fact that Bama and Duke are playing is just so horrible.
1: Not, not a good like three thirty game.
0: No, that's that's awful. Um
1: Saints at seven and then you got Auburn, Oregon, seven thirty. Those are to me are the two
0: Yeah, I'm I'm always interested to see what is gonna run out there. What, what what that's gonna look like. That's always fun. Um and like we talked about last week, it's fun the whole Under Armour versus Nike thing and uh in Auburn versus Oregon. Yeah. Uh, let's see, what else do you want to talk about about Memphis Ole Miss before we move on to other topics? I really don't know, I think it's ready the time to play, what'd you say?
1: What's your prediction? Ooh,
0: man, this one, I have no idea. I already said last week that something weird was going to happen and like, they were going to lose Memphis and then win Arkansas or vice versa, I have no idea, let's say... I think they do well in this game. I feel like they'll do better in this game than against Arkansas for some reason. So let's say... 31... and 28 It's a close game. Memphis misses a field goal late. And Matt Luke survives the first game. What do you think is going to happen?
1: Mm, Memphis wins 43-40 in overtime.
0: It's a shootout. The defenses are just trash mean, really? yeah, sure. So, so, how does Ole Miss score I mean, 40? Almost
1: a he seems like a really good guy, smart guy, <laughs> knows where everybody should be. But it's pretty
0: pretty slow sideline to sideline.
1: Exactly he's not exactly your prototypical SEC linebacker from a speed standpoint.
0: That is correct. Um, how, how does Ole Miss score 40 points, you think? They're ground and pound, a lot of, a lot of runs.
1: I wouldn't say Memphis is any world bigger on defenses, typically. Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, how many how many picks for the the I freshman gunslinger?
1: I think Rich Rod can generate offense against Memphis.
0: I think so. I, I think uh, if you told me that Corral threw like two touchdowns, two interceptions, I'd be like, yeah, I believe that.
1: That yeah, ran for a couple. I think Corral.
0: I think Corral's good, but he's a he's a red shirt freshman, and he's got a gambler mentality. He's going to throw a lot of interceptions.
1: Yeah, the line the line is a big question. Yeah,
0: it's a huge concern. He's gonna be running for his life a lot of these plays. We'll see. I, the offensive line is definitely what I'm most interested to see. Like position group I'm most confident in running backs and probably least confident in that offensive line. It's just so retooled. That I that depth chart is I don't know. I mean, let's tell, I'm gonna read it before we move on. So we talked about Alex Givens and Bryce Matthews at right tackle. Right guard, you got Ben Brown, Chandler to it. Your starting center is Eli Johnson, whose dad's a recruiting writer for Ole Miss, and he's been injured his whole career. Bryce Ramsey, the backup center, he's a a true freshman. At left guard, you got Royce Newman. Never really done anything, I don't think. He's a junior. And I talked about Jalen Cunningham, a converted defensive lineman. And then left tackle, Michael Howard and Nick Broker. Maybe they're just putting this out there. Like, maybe given... left,
1: Left tackle, I mean, well, of course, we've had... It's bizarre. I mean, we've had Tunzel and Little now for six years, but yeah. to go from those two to Michael Howard, my. Maybe,
0: I mean, maybe it's just what they're putting out there. Maybe they're expecting Givens be back from injury and Givens play his left tackle. But it's just hard for me to imagine that those are the two guys you're running out there at left tackle. Pretty, pretty crazy. Let's. I mean, Brokers listed at six four two ninety eight. True freshman. Maybe he'll be. Maybe he'll be really good. I don't know. But that that offensive line depth chart is um, it's a little tough. That that one's tough. Uh, I was, however, informed by Jacob Threadgill that I sold Given short on the podcast. According to Jacob, if Givens had left last year, he would have been drafted no later than the fifth round. I I defer to Jacob. I don't know anything about anything, but maybe so. Maybe Givens is better than I give him credit for. If that is the case, I hope that he's playing left tackle when he's healthy.
1: I mean, the fifth round of the the CFL? Is that (laughs) true?
0: I don't know, man. I'm just saying, I was told that I sold him short.
1: Good thing he didn't go for the alliance because that already folded.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, so maybe maybe Givens comes in and has a great year. I don't know. He's got to get over this back injury first. All right. Before we go into the my boogie lines of the week, which we're definitely going to do, I gotta say, mentioned it last week on the show, I was right. The rumors were right. Mississippi State hammered by the NCAA. I don't know if I'll go that far, but. They have been punished by the NCAA for what people are dubbing a uh, tutor gate, three years probation, multiple players suspended, like eight games or something like that, a bunch of other dumb penalties. Uh, the, uh, supposedly, they avoided a bowl ban, which it seems far-fetched. Are they going to get a bowl ban for like a few kids cheated in an online class? I don't know. But I guess we'll find out on, on Saturday how many players are actually suspended. They're keeping it pretty... Uh, close to the vest, but three years probation is pretty tough, John. That's, I mean, that's uh, that's not something you want for your team. Well,
1: it's not plan A, but whatever.
0: Yeah, it could it could have been worse. They could have had, you know, two-year bowl ban and all the stuff that Ole Miss got, but whatever. It's just funny. Um, After, you know, the high horse that a lot of state fans and, you know, Leo Lewis cooperating with the NCAA, all that, now to complain about getting punished, it's like, yeah, well, I mean, I don't know what you expect. Did you think you were not cheating or... What do you, how do you think that worked?
1: Well, it was a plant. Tudor was an old Miss plant.
0: Yeah, uh, that sounds right. I mean, it, that's as believable as a uh, you know a player saying that he got paid by State and old Miss, and only old Miss getting in trouble. So, crazier things have happened. Um. All right, let's move on, John. Uh, this is not an NCAA podcast anymore. Thank God. I do not miss those days. Oh, we're
1: good. Go the NCAA. You got what by the NCAA? I forgot that they existed.
0: Yeah, I know. It's better that way. That's how it should be. All right, so we're recording this on Monday, August 26th. You're probably listening Tuesday the 27th. Just two days away from uh, not a not an awful Thursday night slate, John. We'll go through it. So I think we we talked about we're going to look for a parlay for this week, and then we'll each pick a lock of the week. So uh, over on my book, you don't forget, use uh, promo code CHAIR um and yeah you get a deposit match up to a thousand dollars all that kind of stuff so first off 6 p.m we got ucla at cincinnati cincinnati minus two and a half who, who does cincinnati have are they are they going to be good or something i have no idea
1: UCLA was terrible last year it's year two of chip kelly i think he had a true freshman quarterback
0: yeah but I, still still cincinnati uh, being favored
1: I really don't. They open four and a half. They're going two and a half. Right. I'm tempted to. I kind of like UCLA. I don't know enough about this to bet it. I don't know anything
0: about Cincinnati, but just the fact that it's UCLA and Chip Kelly is like, wow, the disrespect.
1: So I'm going to say like Chip, Chip Kelly gets a win year two. He needs one. Yeah, I believe that.
0: You got Georgia Tech versus Clemson. Clemson minus 36. Is that enough points is, is the question.
1: That's massive. Holy shit. Who's that's a this? lot. It's, it's Jeff,
0: it? Jeff it's Collins. Jeff. Yeah. Correct.
1: I think Dabo calls the dogs off because first, yeah. first coach. That's my gut instinct on it.
0: I would agree. The only reason they might not do that is, uh, you know, People are saying, "Well, they won last year, but they're not going to be as good this year." I don't know. I don't know. It's at Clemson. Maybe they feel like they got something to prove. I
1: think Dabo kind of creates a culture that, you know, it's more. Dabo seems to have a team that's kind of more like we're going to show up and do our thing each week, but we're not going to get caught into the whole. Yeah, you know, maybe outside. your Saban seems much more into Dabo that. Dabo
0: believes in a merciful God. You're saying he's going to spare the poor boys from Atlanta.
1: Dabo believes, you know, we do. We, we, we're worried about ourselves. Saban's more like, you know, look at what this guy said. I got to get my yeah, guys. Yeah, maybe,
0: team. maybe so. Minus thirty-six. I agree. I think that's a lot. I, you know, I, I think I'll pick Georgia Tech to cover that. But if you told me they that's won by fifty, it's not crazy.
1: I would take Tech, and I would take the over sixty. Okay. Yep,
0: yep. That 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 seems low uh FIU at Tulane two Tulane two minus two Willie Fritz uh sure why not I don't know anything Dab- about FIU well, I think
1: Dava wants to win a game like 48-28 to start the year so he can get on his team That's oh you think so
0: have a little motivation
1: yeah just say guys we got work to do not like you know Nick Saban go disintegrate guys we got work to do we got a lot of focus it could be you know it's the debut of the ACC network oh it's, man the, yeah. gravi-
0: the gravitas of that situation. That was a big deal. You know? it's, a, it's a big deal. Only, what, like five years after the SEC, Six years after the SEC network? They're right there, right on the heels.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Texas State and College Station, A&M minus 33.5. I think that's probably yeah. high.
1: I'd lay him. Jimbo's gonna to want to come out and make it. Jimbo's got to go to Clemson next week, right? Yeah,
0: no, that's true. That's true. He he's got to take him where he can get him. So yeah, everybody
1: that's... everybody's got big expectations for a And M. Jimbo uh, needs to keep the cult happy, and Jimbo also realizes my schedule is hell. I need to win these games by a gazillion points. I think can, I'd lay. It. Ah.
0: Yeah, I'll, I, I'll I'll meet you there. I'll, I'll say a
1: Lamb. I'd look hard. This is a parlay candidate to me.
0: Okay, I I don't love putting anything over thirty in the parlay, but I think you might you might have a point there. I like over fifty six and a half.
1: I like that too. We we should come. That's come. We'll back come to back that. to it. We'll come back to it. Uh, let's, let's see. Kent
0: State at Arizona State. Uh, the Sun Devils minus twenty five. What? Okay.
1: One of the ten commandments of the of Stefanski gambling advice, do not bet on Herm Edwards. Okay. We're no. not betting. Not I'm happy, against I'm happy just, with that. He's not in there. Not who is, happy.
0: Who is the coach of Utah? I have no idea, but Utah is minus five at BYU. Whittingham
1: oh, still the coach?
0: Yeah, that sounds right.
1: Um I, he uh, they're like 14. People are picking them as a sleeper. I'm kind of curious to see what they end up doing this game.
0: Well, if they're a sleeper, they should probably be able to cover five against BYU. huh? Yeah, be...
1: this is Thursday <laughs> night at
0: 9:15. That's fun.
1: People are making it sound like that's going to be a decent game. So I could believe that. I, I like watching
0: BYU style of football. All yeah. right, now we're we're moving on to the Friday slate of games, John. Always fun to have some football on a Friday night. Nothing's really looking too fun here. Uh, Wisconsin versus USF. Wisconsin minus 13.
1: Can we talk about the Big 12, what is it, the West for a second? Sure. How the hell is Nebraska favored to win it? <laughs> yeah, I know. Didn't they Didn't they win like four games last year they or something? started 0-6 last year, and they're favored to win that division. I don't get it. I mean, to me, Wisconsin's a, a – I don't give a damn what their turnover is. They're a steady proven program. And there's nobody them or Iowa, even though Iowa lost two tight ends in the first however many picks. I mean
0: Yeah, you said um You said Big Twelve, you meant Big Ten, right?
1: Oh Big Big Ten West. Right? Yeah,
0: Big Ten West. There we go. Um Yeah, I don't I don't understand how that could be possible either. I guess people really love frost, huh?
1: I mean, that feels a lot of hype. That could be, I think, Wisconsin's the team to beat in that division until proven otherwise. There's
0: really not a lot of great lines here. So, Wisconsin minus 13, sure, but it's at USF. Don't know. Uh,
1: I don't trust their offense. Yeah, about to
0: say, Michigan State minus 23, hosting Tulsa even, eh.
1: Oh, my God. Okay, if you're about to bet the following game, you need rehab. UMass, Rutgers. Yeah. In Piscataway, Rutgers opens minus minus eleven. They're up to fifteen. Minus fifteen
0: and a half. People, there's got, action there's, on this game. Somebody has them
1: at sixteen with half and a half over/under. Holy shit! Yeah, oh,
0: there's fuck. Rutgers. Rutgers got that action. Um, yeah, that's rough. That is
1: unbelievable. That do not bet that. <laughs> yeah,
0: we got a we got a rivalry game in the what the Rocky Mountain state. What's Colorado's nickname? I don't know.
1: All that Rocky uh, Rocky Mountain Showdown or whatever. Sure, Colorado
0: State at Colorado.
1: Esco hmm. field mile high in Denver. They were advertising for that when I was out there at the beginning
0: of the Oh, that. nice. Colorado minus 13 and a half. No idea. Not
1: a clue. Not a clue. Stay away.
0: Um, yeah, I'm going to skip Purdue versus Nevada again. No idea. Oklahoma State versus Oregon State. I mean, that could be fun at 930 on a Friday night.
1: Oregon State has been bad for a while. Yep, OSU do minus like fourteen and a half. State, do it on the road. Over unders is seventy four. Yeah,
0: day. so that's not, that'll be a fun game. Over under seventy four. Friday night nine thirty. Not going to bet it, but that's that'll be fun to watch. Um, I am
1: like not. I wouldn't bet it. The under has appealed. Some. Yeah. The idea and even I get it's the Pac twelve and I get it's Oklahoma State, uh-huh. but. The idea that these offenses are going to click week one, which mm-hmm. I'm now doubting my – well, no, Memphis and Ole Miss are going to put 80 up together. <laughs>
0: <people>. <laughs> Just because.
1: Just because. But in general, I, I'd i be curious to see what, what the under win is, the week one historically. But I would think it's probably – I kind of like unders week one. Like Florida-Miami, it depends on the styling. Florida-Miami was a – Pretty
0: straightforward under in many ways in my mind. That was a bloodbath. Here, here's a here's a fun game. At the same time as Old Misses game, Saturday at eleven a.m. You got Lane Kiffin and the Owls at Ohio State. Ohio State minus 27 and a half. That's just some fun characters in that
1: game. You got is Shiano still on Ohio State?
0: I don't. Wasn't he run out of there? But the, some sort of I think a scandal. Got,
1: man, or Alex Grinch took the Oklahoma job.
0: Yep, I I think I like Ohio State to cover twenty seven and a half, but I would like to see Lane in that game and what they're up to. Yeah,
1: I think Ryan Ryan Day first game Lane Kiffin on the sideline. He wants to be the guy. Or I talking about at the end of it.
0: Yeah, that'll be I, fun.
1: Okay, uh, here's
0: here's a line, John. Give me South Alabama plus thirty six at Nebraska. South Alabama, they're not a terrible team for a nobody. They beat they beat State two
1: years ago. Exactly that. That is in the parlay.
0: Yeah, I like South Alabama plus thirty six. There, I, I'm agreeing that Nebraska is a weird Cinderella story right here.
1: I do not understand that one. That that's a team that's going to be drinking Kool Aid. I, I think Nebraska wins it in Lincoln. Oh but yeah,
0: for sure. But plus thirty six? Come on now.
1: Line is way too high. Yeah, that's South Alabama that's plus thirty six and a half. I see the thirty six and a half here. Yeah, that's silly.
0: Okay. All right. So we got that one.
1: Is that yeah. definitely in the parlay? You going with
0: it? I mean, I like it. Why not? We got to start picking some games at some point here.
1: I mean, I feel better about not,
0: that than a lot of stuff.
1: There's not a lot of good lines. No, even. they're this, they're not. This is such a trash week. Okay, South Alabama plus thirty six and a half. I All take right. the best. The East Vegas.
0: Carolina versus NC State. NC State minus sixteen and a half. Dave Doran, almost coached at Ole Miss. If uh, former athletic director Ross Bjork had his way. Um, no idea, but sure. Whatever. Enjoy.
1: Not, uh, not touching that. Don't Although care. a lot of line movement, a lot of line, a lot of over, under movement from the beginning. Hmm. Interesting. Not a lot of NC state love. They must hate Dave Dorn as much as, uh, the old Miss Phan- message. Yeah, seriously.
0: We did. We were pretty down on him. Um, going to skip Akron versus Illinois. going to skip ball state versus Indiana. Although at Indiana is uh Tom Allen, right?
1: Yeah,
0: but whatever. I'm gonna skip it. Uh Toledo at Kentucky. I'm, I almost like Kentucky minus eleven and a half. I don't know. People I feel like are thinking Kentucky is gonna Did be they so have bad a new this, quarterback year. Again this year.
1: What's yeah, they up?
0: lost a lot. And they lost uh Benny Snell and but I don't know. I, I I don't know. It's I don't think they're gonna be awful awful. I They won what nine, ten games last year.
1: Ten and three. Yeah.
0: It's Toledo.
1: I like the line. I don't love it. I want to lay it, but I don't It's love okay. It. That's
0: what well, we can come back to it. But I'm just going to say I like Kentucky to cover that. Uh Mississippi State at UL Lafayette. First of all, atrocious scheduling. Why the hell are you playing at UL Lafayette? Is that the price you paid to get uh what's his face? The old Roy coach on your staff now?
1: No idea. Yeah. it's Hudspeth's ass. Yeah, or... Hudspeth, yeah. No, he's a,
0: he's he's a coach at State now. Um so people apparently aren't huge on Moorhead year two. Maybe it has to do with the suspensions and all. Minus 20 and a half, and they're on the road. I think they cover that, though. He's got to transfer a QB. They're going to go out there and throw the ball. And they have, you know, they have a what's-his-face at running back that's really good, I think. Mississippi kid, forgot his name. Um, yeah, I think State probably covers that. I don't know anything about Lafayette, but it's Lafayette. The Memphis line, down to Memphis minus five and a half. I liked it better if I was going to bet on Ole Miss plus seven. I don't know about Ole Miss plus five and a half.
1: Seven and a half, I'd be really tempted to take Yeah, I think seven and a half, Ole Miss is a really good bet
0: there. But that line's moved that a decent amount. That would be
1: rule never bet on Ole Miss. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, so stay out of that one. Um, five and a half, eh, I don't know, we'll see what happens. Over under 67 and a half, I think that over is probably pretty safe.
1: The only problem is, well, here's the big issue with the over. Yeah. And the Ole Miss offensive line block.
0: Yeah, but even if they can't, you you get some some running backs in space, I think Ole Miss is going to have some touchdowns.
1: Givens plays with Brown, and Eli Johnson's been there, I think that's okay against Memphis.
0: Probably. No idea what happens on the other been, side of the line. It's
1: been in a couple years. Bielima wanted him at one point. Bielima generally understands linemen. Yeah. I think they'll be okay. Left tackle scares me. Honestly.
0: Yeah. That's why I just, I, I'm just wondering if that's just like a complete lie. The left tackle depth, depth well, charts.
1: Uh, Rich Rodriguez being a sleaze ball manipulating depth charts. I could see it.
0: Support. I could see it. Yeah. I do support it as well. So I don't know. Who cares? Talked about that game enough. Uh Georgia State at Tennessee. Tennessee minus twenty six. Uh Georgia State is not good, I don't think, but I, I
1: where to go with that one. I I,
0: I'm it. not big on Tennessee this year, but yeah, I'm staying away from that. Um skipping how about South Carolina at North Carolina? We got uh South Carolina minus nine and a half. Must champ. Hmm. Hasn't North Carolina been awful lately?
1: They're very bad. Mac Brown is back as the head coach. Oh,
0: shit. Yeah, North Carolina. This is uh, this is what's-his-face. Phil Longo.
1: Just, yeah, Phil Longo's the
0: right. OC. All
1: right. I don't love this. I like this. I don't love it. But out of principle, South Carolina minus 9.5 is in. Is in
0: yeah, I'll put it just because it's funny. Duke versus Alabama. Ooh, Alabama minus 35. I don't hate that.
1: I got it at thirty-four and a half on a couple of one here. That's not bad. That's not bad. I like that one. It's just an
0: ugly ass game. I I just hate that. I hate that game. Under fifty-seven a, and a half. Hmm. Want to what? Is Bama, is Bama in the parlay? Sure. I don't care. Minus thirty-five, taking Bama. Being um,
1: two. Uh... The off season. Yep. Yeah. was the type of guys want to go, and in, in they are, and they are their second string is physically better than Duke's first. No, I
0: think they go hard after the way the playoff ended. Uh, yeah, that's. I think that's probably in.
1: I think they smoke them.
0: Northwestern at Stanford. Stanford minus six and a half. What's going on at Stanford these days? Who's the coach? Well,
1: Dave Shaw still there. Oh man, that's a. Well, so this from the past. actually is probably the best like 4 o'clock, 3.30 game.
0: Because
1: Western won, didn't they play in the Big 12, whatchamacallit last year, title game? Yeah, break? I think that's right. I think yeah. they were good. Cause, uh, yeah. And then Stanford's always solid. Six and a half at home.
0: Yeah, so Northwestern won the Big 10 West last year, it looks like. They're the, they're the ones Nebraska's going to knock off this year.
1: Stanford minus six and a half feels pretty good.
0: Northwestern last year only lost to Duke. Oh, I lost to Akron. Jesus Christ, Michigan. And they, they won five in a row, four in a row, lost to Notre Dame and lost to Ohio state. Bizarre, bizarre record. Strange losing to Duke Akron. That's just, that's just funny. And then winning your division. All right. So yeah, sure. John, that's the best game. Whatever. If it's, what do you think about over under a 47 and a half? That sounds pretty low.
1: Yeah. Which way would you go with it?
0: I'd go over, right? That's just, that sounds
1: low. 47 and
0: a half. So
1: 24 to 24 is over. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in college these days, that's,
0: I would think, but maybe these offenses are just really bad, and I'm not—I don't know.
1: Make Northwestern, Stanford, over.
0: Sure, but this is this is going to be the most random parlay we do all year. Why the hell not? Um, Virginia. I mean, this is this these, season. These this games are crazy. trash. How about this? How about Syracuse minus 18 at Liberty? Is is Hugh Freeze going to be coaching from the hotel room? Did you see that video, yes.
1: John? They call who? Dino Babers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got to go Syracuse minus 18, right? Just for
0: the hell of it, yeah. We picked against Longo. Let's pick against Oh, it's hilarious.
1: It's a South Alabama, Carolina, Phil Longo. Yeah, so far,
0: so far. In the, yeah, this is just the spite parlay. we got South oh, Alabama.
1: Northwestern, Stanford, we kind of like that. South Carolina, Sar-
0: yeah. Alabama, yep. And so now we're picking Syracuse minus 18. Sure, why not? Boise State at Florida State. You like Boise State plus 5.5, John?
1: I think that's fair. I think it's a good pick. I don't think it's I'll, terrible. I think this game's gonna be pretty good. Yeah, this I'll watch game. that.
0: I'm not I don't want to pick it, but I'll watch that. Um yeah. SMU at Arkansas State, don't care. Middle Tennessee at Michigan. Michigan minus thirty four. It's kind of a slap in the face to shame to be honest. You would think it would be higher than that. I think it'd be thirty eight I mean, at least.
1: Well, all right, let's 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 talk ourselves into this one for a second.
0: I don't know. You can't even get over five scores. That's just insulting.
1: It's the brand-new spread offense, so mm. do they? Shea can tear up bad teams. We know that when he's left.
0: That's true. He can set records. I don't want to bet on Shay winning by five scores, though. That's just not fun for me yeah, to watch. Yeah,
1: that fucks up Parlay. That's not really.
0: fun. The Parlay is too funny for that um yeah. that's fine uh Miami Ohio at Iowa
1: Iowa minus 21 and a half sure. I, think I have to go back and confirm this Iowa has a habit of playing games like this much closer yeah um, Miami and it's only 48 and a half I mean look at the over under versus the spread here yep yep that's no that's true I like Miami of Ohio plus 21 and a half
0: you like that? You, just because it's going to be a shitty Saturday 6.30 game doesn't matter?
1: I mean, this Iowa always seems to start slow. That just feels like a thing. Yep.
0: Yep, sure. You want to put that? In the, I mean, that's... I have no connection with that. I'm not putting that in the parlay.
1: The parlay is kind of a joke. The I'm parlay gonna, is for fun. I'm going to see how many of these we actually get right. Miami Ohio plus 22. Okay.
0: Uh, Georgia Southern at LSU. LSU minus 27 and a half. I think they cover that.
1: Look at how much the over/unders moved down.
0: Uh, Fifty-two and a half. What was it before? Hard at sixty. E, yeah, that's a pretty big swing. I 10%. this one is painful, but I, I think Georgia minus twenty-one and a half is a good bet at Vanderbilt. That's that seems like a decent bet to me.
1: Yeah, let's see. Uh, let's...
0: I just that seems that line seems low for Georgia.
1: It does feel low.
0: I don't know what they're basing that on. Maybe because Vanderbilt's got the Mel Kuyper picks.
1: Georgia minus twenty and a half.
0: Yeah, twenty and a half. I have a twenty one and a half. Yeah, that's even better.
1: I got one at twenty and a half. We take the best we can find.
0: Uh, UVA at Pitt. The Cavaliers minus two and a half.
1: Bronco Mindenhall and Pat Narduzzi, two solid coaches, coin flip. I don't see the way to play it. I don't know enough to.
0: Ooh, Missouri minus 17 and a half at Wyoming. I might take Missouri there.
1: It's Wyoming. Uh, It's at Wyoming. I'm staying off of it. All right,
0: here's your game. Oregon at Auburn. We taking Oregon plus three and a half? Yes. All right, that's in the parlay. I love some points.
1: Um, money line. I like that. Actually, Oregon like
0: Moneyline plus 145 on my bookie. Yeah, it's not. Good
1: enough.
0: Yeah, because it's, um, yeah, it's a pretty close. I mean, three and a half for the road team is pretty close. Um, LaTeX at Texas. This line feels low. Texas minus 20 and a half. Uh, it <laughs> seems low to me for opening game. Trying it to make a statement.
1: lost to Maryland back-to-back years to open the season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, hey,
0: I got Texas in my playoff for some reason. I feel like I got to pick that.
1: Why the fuck did you do that?
0: Yeah, because I couldn't. I hated the top 25 that much. I did it and yeah. I'd hate it. I hate it's that pick.
1: I'm like I like the Yankees. You know? Yeah,
0: it's, you're right. It doesn't feel right. Um, Still, you're telling me minus 20 and a half doesn't seem low, though, for Louisiana Tech?
1: <laughs> but I'm saying Tom Herman has fucked up some openers before, so i'm uh-huh. I'm not touching it.
0: guess we'll find out um New Mexico state at wazoo. oh, they're giving leach some respect
1: here minus thirty two I have no idea who his quarterback is, and leach occasionally lays eggs eggs open seasons so. well,
0: isn't New Mexico state like notoriously bad always like one of the worst group of five teams you can play.
1: Leaches lost openers to
0: eastern washington <laughs> yeah that's true actually or portland or something point, right?
1: I guess, I mean, didn't he knows?
0: lose to portland state or something
1: that happened too He's, he, he flopped a couple times so yeah interesting
0: kind of bizarre um fresno at Ooh. usc usc minus 13 and a half
1: it was low. It's USC, right?
0: Yeah, I think so. It's a, that's the nightcap. That's Pac-12 after dark. Nine thirty. I've, I've
1: got eight items in here, and I refuse to put USC.
0: All right. Yeah. No. Don't do that. Let me see how many I got here. Um. Hold you on. Don't want
1: bet, you want to. You want to back Kansas minus four and a half against Indiana State. I haven't gotten that.
0: there yet. Hold on. I lost my. Uh, I lost my page. Hold on. Let's see. Sportsbook. book. Uh, okay, alright Back to what we were doing here Sorry about that Week 1 odds Alright, so Let's let's go back Let's see who we got here Okay, it, it kept them My bookie, great UI So I'll go through who I got in mind South Alabama plus 36 at Nebraska That's our 11 a.m. bet We got South Carolina minus 9.5 Versus Phil Longo, Mack Brown Alabama minus 35 Versus Cutcliffe Northwestern, Stanford over 47.5 Syracuse minus 18 versus the Reverend freezes and Oregon plus three and a half on the Plains. Let's see. And then that's, uh, that's the 31st. Yeah. So what, this is a Sunday game Houston versus Oklahoma. No idea, but it's fun. I'll watch it Monday on labor day.
1: Look at the over under. Holy shit.
0: Yeah. 82 and a half. That's insane. I, the under there, come on. got to be, got to be the play.
1: Hurts can't throw it that well.
0: Yeah, I know. I don't know anything about Houston. Wait, where are you? You're talking about Kansas. What are you saying?
1: So the Kansas minus four and a half against Indiana State, less miles. Favorite. That that
0: half. I will say this. That is not even on my bookie. My bookie does not have that game.
1: Only one place has that game on Vegas Insider, and they got like nine of them. So
0: that's really funny. Wait, who are they playing again?
1: Indiana State. Indiana State. And that, team what's... that beat fucking uh, beat Ole Miss in the NIT that year.
0: Ah, yes.
1: Remember that, that team that, that team that came in and made like 400 threes. Yeah, well,
0: that's funny. Yeah, I remember that. All right, so parlay. We got this parlay here. Let's say we're gonna bet five dollars to win two thirty two. Hell yeah, love it, love it. Betting five to win two thirty two on my bookie. We're gonna place that bet. And then let's see we're doing our lock of the week, huh, John?
1: Lock of the week.
0: All right. All right, who you got for your lock of the week?
1: Let's see Syracuse is going to Liberty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eighteen.
0: Syracuse minus eighteen. Syracuse minus eighteen. John's lock of the week. Okay. All right, I like that. Let's see here. I have,
1: God, I have God on my side with that one. I just want to make that statement right here, right now. I'm not confident.
0: You do, yeah.
1: Uh, Arm of gods.
0: Yeah, you're, you're poking God in the eye by picking against his chosen son, Euphrius. Um I'm going to say, God, this slate is so bad, John. I think...
1: Is there, is, this is terrible. This is worse than any week last year. And it's really
0: bad. If it wasn't the first week of football, it would be.
1: What, what in West West Virginia, Tennessee was last year, and it was like yeah, West Virginia. at a at that at the like, Speedway. That was a give me this, this at is Bristol, bad.
0: right? Yeah, I'm gonna say my lock of the week is Alabama minus thirty-five.
1: I think that's a very good pick.
0: I just I. I can just see that. I can see it. I think uh, Tua is going to be fresh and rested. They got some great, great wide receivers. They always have running backs. The defense will be good. No idea what Cutcliffe's going to run out there. They're pissed from last year. Yeah, that's. I got to do it. I got to pick that.
1: We got to remember Duke's got a new quarterback too. That's the other thing. Yep, remember. yep.
0: That's rough. That's rough. I All mean,
1: right. if Alabama does not beat the shit out of Duke, I think. I have questions.
0: Yeah, the Natives will be restless for sure. That's that's strange.
1: I I, I expect them to be locked in and pound the crap out of that team.
0: Yeah, I would think so too. All right, well, that's your week one uh, slate of games sponsored by my bookie. John, any final thoughts here as we head into uh, season five of Landsharks After Dark football coverage?
1: Uh, A little bit of Andrew Luck for a second. Okay. Just curious, do do you think he would, any chance he returns in a couple years after he feels better?
0: Uh, Absolutely not.
1: I, I completely agree. I think he's done.
0: I think he should be on TV. He's great. He's smart, smart guy. Wait, he went to like Stanford or something?
1: Yeah, he got an architectural engineering degree from Stanford. Like a yep percent. he's 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 a
0: he's a player favorite. The guys that played with him and against him love him. He's got that great footage of him, you know, getting sacked and being like, "Hey, nice hit, big guy," and all that. That's just that's that's so wholesome. I would I would love to watch that guy on TV if he can if he can break down the game like sixty percent as well as Romo. I'd, I'd I'd take a game with Luck anytime, and that's a that's a much safer profession.
1: I think. What would really be interesting to me, and I don't know if this will ever unfold this way, mm-hmm. but luck being like one of the three or four more uh, powerful people of the NFL and from an administrative executive perspective.
0: That'd be pretty cool.
1: Would be really good, I think. Like a, think like a he, John
0: Elway type?
1: Yeah, except that, except actually running the league, you know, like.
0: Oh, if he good. was like a commissioner, that'd be pretty
1: cool. Yeah, like a commissioner
0: or somebody near the – I mean, can the NFL have like a a not horrible, morally bankrupt commissioner? Is that possible? If so, he'd be a good pick.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's probably why it's a utopian take. Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, but hey, best of luck to him. Anybody that's questioning Andrew Luck for retiring is is just a dumbass. It can't be taken seriously. Like, come on. You can do whatever you want, man. Like, you're a millionaire – you don't owe anybody anything. Just be real. Any other job, people are allowed to do whatever they want. You can quit whenever you want. It's fine. And that's a lot a lot more dangerous than a lot of other jobs.
1: I think he ends up with some kind of leadership or kind of activist role for hmm. like professional athlete well being. I could. I don't know. If it's guaranteed. I could see that.
0: Yeah. Well, I think he'll have an easier time being a being an outspoken former nfl player than than colin kaepernick or someone like that like he, he he'll, he'll have more doors open for him that's for sure so we'll yeah, see. His
1: luck, luck can articulate so well that he can essentially play all sides of it
0: yeah but i mean colin kaepernick's a pretty smart guy too i'm just saying there's some differences there i think i think he'll he'll have an easier time but we'll see we'll see
1: yeah
0: all right, well, that's your week one preview, guys. Next time we talk, Ole Miss will uh, either be 1-0 or 0-1. Same goes for Memphis. Same goes for every other team we've discussed. Uh, enjoy your week off. Florida and Miami, you earned it. We appreciate your service. Um, yeah, until next time. John, thank you, my friend. To all the listeners, thank you guys. And uh, we're back again next week.